What is going down, ladies and gentlemen? This is Mike from the Complicates Podcast. I am here with Mark and Sean for another week of colliding the worlds of sports and comics. First of all, we are live on YouTube and Twitch right now. Come in, chat, give us a question, give us a comment, but share that stream nonetheless. Uh, this week in sports, we have NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, NASCAR is in Charlotte for the Coca-Cola 600, and we have a little Mexican League soccer final this weekend to talk about and over in comics plenty of books all three of us got huge stacks this week we'll talk about it and plenty in entertainment news strap in for another episode of the comic bookies podcast thank you so much for tuning in let's roll fellas Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comic Bookies podcast. Like every single week, we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Today, Wednesday, May 26th, 2021 is New Comic Book Day. Go and see Alex. He'll get you a pull list going to start or to continue your comic book addiction. Fellows, we had a great interview with Jason Douglas from Source Point Press. Again, everyone go follow him at Writes, And please go pick up um, a copy of his book, Parallel. But Mark and Sean, it's so good to see your faces. Um, we have another week. Dude, more sports, more comics. I love it. This is not going to end. And here we go, fellas. What's up? How you guys doing? Is it episode 114 already, man? Dude, 114. crazy. Everything is good, though, bro. As always, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. We are almost there. Right, Three-day weekend coming up, so this week could definitely not end any sooner, I'm sure, for all of us. Hopefully you guys are doing good, man. Mike, Mark, what's going on, fellas? Doing good, doing good, guys. 114, here we are um, celebrating. I'm uh, not really a milestone, but uh, getting closer to 120. Um, yeah, but uh, excited to be here. Got some games going on right now live. Got a couple news. I got a huge stack this week, guys. Uh, man, if you guys can see a couple here. If you guys, uh, I don't know if you guys zoom in or whatnot, but I got a couple good books we're going to talk about later. Uh, I'm excited, man. These days are getting longer. These Cali sunsets. Uh, I just need the wind to kind of die down around here off the coast <laughs> because these winds have been crazy around here, man. It's not fun, dude. And like, especially today was okay, but it's been crazy. Yeah. Like all of last week was insane. Like I thought, combination is going to be hitting us though hard, bro. A drought and wind. I know. Anytime now, bro. Just get ready for the fires. Well, they already had the preventative ones going on uh, today on the side of the freeway, so of course it increased my traffic by about twenty minutes. But you could see how they have a line, and the firefighters are out there trying to just you know burn on some you know burn off some extra stuff to prevent the um, to prevent the you know big fires. But yeah, it's burnt. Burn. Burn off some extra stuff, huh? Yeah, I know, right? California, huh? I don't know, some of that good Cali stuff. (laughs) Already getting started. But I mean... Some of that good... uh, I will say, though, those longer days, it's hard to put the kids down because they're like, "Um, excuse me, it's still daytime, Dad. (laughs) You know, it's it's not dark yet, so that's pretty tough. But I will make an announcement next week. We will be talking about it, but this week I can announce that the comic bookies, myself, Mark, and Sean, will be in wine country next Sunday in Sonoma, for the Toyota Save Mart 350, we'll be going, you know, we're going to put together a, a nice big uh, YouTube video to kind of document the day. Of course, when we're tailgating, we're going to go live for a little bit. We may even go live a little bit while we're, you know, at the race as well. I'm hell of excited for that, guys. It's about How can we not be, bro? 
about damn time we get to go to a damn game. <laughs> I, I just got a question, though. If we take Ghost, the Tesla, to the NASCAR race, is that how many laughs are we going to get? Because I know the whole NASCAR. Dude, I thought that, got... bro. I was like, we can't take the Tesla. People are like, <laughs> you might just take, uh, we might just take somebody else's yeah. But I mean, you're, you're... but you're not driving the Tesla to like Charlotte or like Talladega or Daytona. You're like, you're sure, driving sure. it to Sonoma. Like, we're still in Cali. This is like the Northern California one, too. So, you know what? I'm pretty sure you're not going to be the only Tesla if that's what we take. All right, I think we'll survive. I remember we took the Mazda last time we went, my old car. And I remember like the battery went out or something like that. And we were, <laughs> you remember that? I remember that. Yeah, every yeah, I remember how long it took to get out of the damn parking lot. <laughs> we were watching, Jesus. and we were watching the World Cup games tailgating. Yeah, that's right. It was a parking lot. Yeah, you know, geez, we, people start selling beers after after you know, dude. It's like you might as Alex. I think Alex just parked his car for like. It took us damn near almost three hours, I think, to get out of there. Alex was just like, whatever. I just parked my car. <laughs> we just drank some beers. It's like, there's no point. Yeah. Jeez. I know. That's when I think that you need to take the hog out to good old wine country out there, man. You just uh, fist in the wind. Get out there on the hog. You ain't no damn traffic. Give a sidecar. But it is a lot be, of though, one lanes out there. A, if it is a full capacity, we'll see how it should be. I mean, it'll probably still take some time, but eh, we'll see. Nonetheless, guys, I am very, very excited. You will see me in my 22 gear. Uh, let us know in the comments. Is anybody going to be joining us? Has anybody even been to a damn race this year? Uh, we got Sonoma coming up. We got Charlotte this uh, week. Uh, we're going to talk about that later, but let us know because I'm damn excited. I don't know how long it's been, three, two to three years, I think, since I've been to a race. So uh, I'm excited. Was I wish last, it was an the, oval. Was Sonoma the last one you went to? It had to have been. Before that, it must have been Fontana with you guys in, what, 2017, I think? But, yeah, it's been a while. I probably did Sonoma with you guys in 18, I'm thinking. So uh, it's probably been about three years since I've been out to a race. But I got to hear those engines roar. I got to go check out the car before they change it to the next gen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. But we'll get into a NASCAR a little bit later. But yep. I'm excited to be back with you guys. Like I said, episode 114. Let's get it cracking, brothers. Yeah, dude. So um, we've got two different playoffs like every year. So coronavirus doesn't take this away. It's still the NHL, still the NBA playoffs going on at the same time. Which one do you guys want to hit? Because both are pretty entertaining, actually. I've actually watched a little bit of basketball, and I've watched actually a lot of hockey. So you know what? Let's go. Let's hit some NHL first. So you basketball just a little bit no. like like last night i watched a little bit of the Lakers. i watched a little bit of the lakers suns game you know the 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 floppalicious lakers and uh what what other game did i watch i was watching some of the the nutcrackers yeah the, the los angeles nutcrackers i watched about two free throws uh two blake griffin three uh free throws from the 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 nets and celtics and i was like nah I'm, it's all you were that's all it needs to be watched i'm done man. with this i'm done with nets this doing, the nets the nets look like they're doing things guys that's uh clippers yeah. are down oh two like freaking watch out. That's so, entertaining, right? So there. I'm gonna ask That's you, Sean. Like you're the resident. Like you're probably the one who you know because you play fantasy. You you like you're more of the basketball guy. So what has surprised you so far in these NBA playoffs, and what has been your you know favorite moment? I guess so far. I mean, I know we're it's first week, but you know, what, like what can you say about the playoffs so far? Uh, the Phoenix didn't get swept. I mean, of course, the Lakers <laughs> won the second game. LeBron has never gone down 2-0 in an opening round in his career. But, you know, Phoenix did at least get one. <laughs> Phoenix stole one at home in a weird way. But, you know, I guess it was good they got one seed. They could still win on the road. But the Lakers are when they want and they're flopping and all that crap. They're still looking like a superior team. 
what Mark said, New Jersey. All Mark or Mike, all you have to do is watch two free throws. So they're probably going to sweep Boston. Boston's hurt. They're New just Jersey. Not, or God, Brooklyn. Jesus, I'm still in the <laughs> New Jersey days, bro. <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> kid and all that. We're no, Seth no, Everett uh, for that Brooklyn, one. Man. Brooklyn's looking like definitely the front runner right now in the East, probably. Uh, what you mentioned, man, the Clippers and Mavericks. Two games at home in L.A. We're going to be the kings of L. We're going to overshadow the Lakers, and they've done anything but that. Kawhi Leonard cannot carry that team, and Doncic said, hey, jump on my back, Mavs. I got you guys, and they're up 2-0, bro. Who the hell would have thought that? I mean, this is Jason Douglas's uh, pick <laughs> to go to the NBA Finals out of the Western Conference. Remember I said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, hey, what did he tell me? He was like, gonna, you, you're going to be sleeping in the basement pick if you do that. Yeah, That's exactly. what pretty much yeah. what he said. I he, said uh, he told you do not put $50 on the Jason Douglas special. Do not. Yeah, the, JD, the JDS, right? <laughs> yeah. the, J, the Jason Douglas special isn't looking too promising now, but uh, – don't uh don't don't count out uh PG thirteen and Mr. Kawhi Leonard. Oh, out there. I will ha- yeah. count out PG thirteen in the playoffs. I will always count out PG thirteen mm. in the playoffs. PG the only time he was good was on Indiana before he, before that whole little star he thought he had over his head. Because you know, he was young, he had a little bit of that just chip on his shoulder. But now it's just like I don't know. It's he sucks. He had like eleven points the other night. A superstar with eleven points in the playoffs. Come on, man. Yeah. Not happening, bro. Yeah. But and then you without have... the Warriors, definitely sucks. I watch it with a little bit of uh. I wish we were here. <laughs> yeah. And then you have the Knicks winning, so they tied that series up. Uh, you yes. also have the Jazz, who are well within their you know means to beat Memphis, who actually dropped the first game. I didn't even realize that. So I think they're looking like they're gonna you know go back to Memphis, tied one one. So there's a, there's a lot uh, you know some good series there. So far, the Wiz- I mean, the 76ers over the Wizards, that's probably not a surprise. Uh, they're up two games to nothing. Uh, what else? The Heat. Uh, I'm sorry, the Bucks are up on the Heat uh, two games to none. So, Sean, your whole th- uh, thing about are they going to lose in the first round to him again probably won't happen. And the Nuggets and Trailblazers are tied 1-1. They all play tomorrow of as, lo- um, as also with the Lakers and the Suns. Got to bring something up real quick to you guys mm-hmm. in regards to the playoffs and an incident that happened today. Obviously, to what you said, Philly's likely going to win that series. They won by, what, 25 tonight? Mm-hmm. Russ left early. Got to respect Russ because of how hard he works. As he's leaving with the apparent ankle injury, when he's kind of getting under the tunnel in between that crease, between like the cover and where the fans are, some freaking shithead fan dumps his whole bag of popcorn on top of Russ's Damn. head, and Russ just flips it. How do you take that as like a you're in Russ's shoes? Um, and what do you guys kind of needs to happen in that situation? I mean, you that that's you foul, to, man. I, it, it is foul, but for me personally, for me personally, it's not like sticky Coke or beer. It's like it's like buttery popcorn. Okay, now just the fact it's principle. Yes, you poured the popcorn on it. Yes, but cooler heads have to prevail in that situation. You not only represent your like yourself, but you represent your team as well. The whole organization, from the janitor all the way up to the president, CEO, owner, like whatever. Like you can't do stuff like that. I mean, he didn't like get physical with him or anything, right? Bro, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. He turned around and he was like damn near. Sprinting. He was ready to malice he in the palace. That oh, damn he had like five guys holding him. He wanted to kill this guy. Yeah, yeah. But I think you know, obviously his tempers are flaring from losing by damn near twenty. What twenty five <laughs> points? Yeah, I, no, I think that's a, a and like. 
you know, just his career, obviously, it's not what he envisioned. I would imagine coming out of UCLA back when, when Kevin Love Kevin and Love. 08 and whatnot. But, you know, I think that, you know, little Russ guy got his stats during the regular season, damn near the king and triple doubles, right? But uh, I just think that... You know, his he just keeps on getting kind of bounced around to these teams. He's not winning ships. He just, you know, and, and as a as a, as a player and the heart that he puts into it, you know, in a way, I feel like he probably feels like he should deserve a little bit better when it comes to contention wise. You know, if if you think back now, in hindsight is twenty twenty, but think back if OKC would have just kept Harden, Russ, and KD back in the, you know, you know it. It could have been they could have won a couple. They couldn't get back. I mean, it seems to be that was a story with not to bring up, not to be a homer and bring up the Warriors. But that seemed to be the story with the Rockets got blown up. OKC got blown up. Portland is still holding on. But, you know, I think that it was just the era of the of the Warriors that came in and just these teams from the West. They had so many chances that they would have been great. But if it wasn't for the Warriors in their way, it's just stopping them every damn year they just ended up blowing up and i think that maybe just you know kind of like a chris paul type of deal right chris paul's in the same way you see him get hurt again in what game was it game two i believe one game one and it's just i I saw that exactly you're right game one and i see that i'm just like oh god chris (laughs) paul again. again it doesn't matter what team he's on the minute these playoffs start his injuries come back and it's just like and then and then you're walking down the tunnel with some damn fan throwing popcorn on you. It's just it's not the popcorn, bro. It's it's the career. It's what he's dealing with. It's just the motions of the game. And it's just it, it caught up to him. You know, thank God nothing really happened. There's obviously not going to be no suspension. I doubt anything really happened to the fan. I kind of chuckled of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Of it. <laughs> it wasn't like Mike said, it's not ice cream. It's not no damn soda beer. It's not yeah. like you're shooting. Throwing two at him from dip or whatever, Ooh, you know, a couple of popcorn, a couple of little bounces, whatever off of you. And it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, the boy was pissed. I ain't going to lie about that. one. <laughs> I mean, what's worse? I mean, if Russell Westbrook, if he, you know, acts a certain way about that, but then he goes on uh, Twitter and finds out that after Manchester United's loss to Villarreal in the Europa League final, Marcus Rashford was a victim of over 70 like social media posts with like a racial slur. So this is this is like a an epidemic in the in like European soccer and and Sean I know you can attest it's been going on for a long long Ever. long time. Bananas being thrown on the field, you know, bull crap like that. So, mm, you know, simmer down and have some humble pie there Russell Westbrook like, you know, popcorn's not that big of a deal. He had didn't he have wasn't he the one who was attacked in Utah right last year two years ago on the bench right the, like the fan or whatever mm-hmm. so he knows what's up so popcorn in this instance is nothing compared to what Rashford and some of these other guys have to deal with on a weekly daily basis. Well said no and even in his post game interview I mean he even said he he had that like straight up he wouldn't do that to me in the street he shouldn't be doing it me you know doing it here in the stadium in the street. so it was just. He's, a, he's such you a thug. He's such a thug. I love it. <laughs> oh my god! Did did, uh, did did Dehega get any smoke? <laughs> he should have. He should have. He, he was he was letting but... the smoke go by him. He didn't. He didn't get a. Hey, that was a hell of a penalty shot. Well, from the, 
Hold on. Yes, well, hold, hold, I don't want to get into that yet. Hold on. Hold your horses on the hold your horses. You open the door, bro. You open oh, the door. I did open the door, <laughs> but I want to run down a couple I want to run down a couple of lines for you guys or a couple of odds for uh NBA if I if still you will. Still in the first round, uh, mind you. Still huh? in the first round, mind Two you. Games Excuse me. We're still in the first round, mind you. I don't know if we care about. Lo- yeah, you know, is it is it like long odds or just like games? Um, games. Well, I can't find the long odds yeah. right now. I was gonna go with long no, odds, but games. I think they're give kinda... me some games for tomorrow on the weekend. Oh, so you want games? All right, we'll give you games on the twenty seventh, which is tomorrow. I'm gonna give you some games on the twenty eighth. We got the Bucks. We got the Heat. This is probably the closest game on the board next to the Clippers going into Dallas, which is a two-point spread. But here, tomorrow, Milwaukee Bucks against the Heat in Miami. Miami is a a one-and-a-half-point dog. And then you also got the Lakers back at home. Ooh, minus seven. Ooh, man, they're showing Phoenix no love. I mean, I kind of like those seven there if I was – to kind of uh, put some money on a game tomorrow. I mean, seven with the Suns. I think Los Angeles. I think it's going to be a little bit tighter than people think. Denver Nuggets tomorrow against the Portland. Oh, no. On the 27th, yes. Tomorrow against the Trail Blazers. That's going to be a four-point spread. Nuggets are the dogs. Portland Trail Blazers are the favorites at home. Over under 227 and a half. The Nets and the Celtics go back to Boston. That's a big spread as well. Seven points, guys, uh, with an over-under 228. Any games here you guys uh, would think about playing? Um, I think what you said earlier, Mike, is kind of right. We're still in the first round. Mm -hmm. I kind of like to let these things settle out a little bit more. Um, But uh, like I said, I kind of like that Suns plus seven. If I can get like a half a a point, maybe buy it up to eight, uh, looking kind of nice. But – I don't know, man. I think that game's going to be a little bit tighter. Your thoughts? I don't know. Like, my first gut feeling is that that, that LA is going to come, you know, to Staples Center and put a whooping on them. That's a, I mean, that may be game four, you know, and then you're right about game three, that may be a little bit tighter. But one of those two games, or if, I'm not sure if it's 2 3 2, but one of those first two games back at Staples Center, I just think it's going to be an ass whooping. I don't know. I just had the gut feeling. You know, there's gonna be a whooping. I it's one of those ones learned. where it's like Phoenix Suns. He had a great year, great young talent. Chris Paul, you know, um, amazing facilitator as he always has been. But you know, it, they are who we thought they were. You know, like I, I don't care who it is. When you have Drummond, when you have LeBron, you have AD, you have uh, what's the guy's name with the freaking stupid ass Schroeder? Schroeder. He, he was he was chucking threes and he was landing. He was hella good. The other night, XOKC. Yeah, so I mean, Man, you know, they would have kept that team. You know, so, so for those of you listening, you know, on this Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so I hope that you put some money in on on some of these games and that you can win some of your money, either more money or win some of your money back. But let's hit uh, the NHL a little bit. So finally, guys, finally, Penguins are out of the playoffs after the first round, or we don't have to worry about them. Going, you know, now we only have to worry about Boston. Um. Then we have who got the Penguins Islanders Islanders yep yeah they got Islanders and you have the you have the Golden Knights who are who lost three zero Sean informed me right when we were starting today and they're tied three three against Minnesota going back to Vegas the Tampa Bay Lightning your second city uh, mark of Tampa Bay Uh, they beat the Florida Panthers four games to two. And yeah, so we have, and then we have tomorrow's games, which include, oh man, are we going to get a Canadian team? Can we please get a Canadian team? But the Toronto Maple Leafs, they won yesterday and they're up three games to one at home against Canadian looking to close that one out. And Carolina heads to Nashville to 
look out they're looking to close out the Nashville Predators so we'll see uh but gentlemen I've watched more NBA and NHL playoffs than I have all regular season both sports can you guys attest to that at least for the NHL I wish I could I've watched like oh it's on let me watch got a couple minutes mm-hmm. here and there uh the first series the Winnipeg versus the Oilers I watched a little bit of that one specifically you know remembering uh, Las Vegas. Uh, I actually turn it every time. I hate Las Vegas. They've actually turned like the team I think I hate. It makes the most. my it makes, my, it makes my stomach hurt to watch him. Like when I turn him on, it's like I I, I instantly want to like turn it. Why the Las Vegas hate? I just think they've year, instantly bro. built a rivalry with the Sharks and just it was just good. I think for hockey, but it's just like I don't know, bro. They just uh, rub I, I, off I, the wrong I, way. I, I get down with I get down with the Vegas man. Well, I mean, nah. I mean, it was always the two SoCal teams. You know, Corey Perry, George Peros, and those a-holes with the stupid <laughs> handlebar mustache yes. in Anaheim. And then you had, you know, uh, uh, Brown and all those guys uh, in, in in L.A. with, you know, you know, not so quick, you know. Well, F you guys. Guess what? All our Las Vegas fans out here, all our Golden Knight fans, Screw baby, you. comic bookie Mark is with you. I'm <laughs> a Sharks fan, but uh, I, I got love. I, you got to you got to respect what they did their first year. And what what else do they do? They take our goddamn coach. So damn, I know. <laughs> there they are, and they're about to take our damn baseball team too. So it is already, what it yeah, is. They already took our, our football Las team, Vegas, baby. They already took Viva. Our- Las Vegas. Speaking of Las Vegas, I watched like the first half an hour of that Army of the Dead, the new Zack Snyder uh, uh, movie. I finished. Oh, you it. finished it? Like, I yeah. mean, yeah. Really, it's yeah. worth finishing, though, right? They have zombie it, it tigers, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zombie. Horses, I know they're riding too. zombies. Like, they're like the alpha zombies. No, I, okay. I heard you know Zack Snyder needs to be more of a writer than a director. That, that, let's just say that'd be the last zombie movie he made. He wants to be an actor because <laughs> that boy was about to play Batman. If you didn't <laughs> yeah. Hear. Anyways, but um, damn, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Vegas. Yeah, they took our football team. They're about to take our baseball team. But you know what? I'll I'll never. I will <laughs> never like their hockey team. I'm sorry. Never like their hockey team. I mean, I'm not saying I love them, but I mean, geez, the hate coming. No, you know, from you, you guys. it's all about. I mean, I no, I, second favorite team starting next season, the Seattle Kraken. The Seattle Kraken's, Kraken's coming to Kraken. town, baby. So why you like the Kraken? You don't like the Golden Knights? It's the same um, shit. I didn't have I didn't have any like you know oh I like him or I didn't like him when they first came in, but it was like they already went to the Stanley Cup final their first season, their inaugural season, and then they had the the two series against like I went to one of the games where they beat us, and then the very next season Sean goes um, to the game seven where we actually the beat them. Arguably and the best course, game Every ever. single Golden Knights fan is complaining and whining about that major that gave us like four goals. Wait, you were there. Was Sean there? was there. It was when me. When they came back was, from over yes. Yeah, it was me and Marissa. I took, I took Marissa's uh, dad to his first that game his first with game, uh, Marissa's bro. mom also. And, bro, we're losing, like, what, 4-1, 3-1. I was like, oh, hell of a first game <laughs> to know. take him to. Pavelski or was it? Yeah, Pavelski, Pavelski. got his, 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 his noggin rock, yeah. bro. They called the major on it. I, I, for, I had no idea. I mean, but you know what? That was a sacrifice. That doesn't happen. We don't win that, that was game. A yeah, thank God there was no people. There was no tenants on the lower floor of my apartment because I was stomping around, jumping up that whole game, dude. The baby was asleep. I was trying to keep as quiet as I could be, but that was hella fun. <laughs> but Mark, uh, we never got into any futures odds, but I can almost guess that you know Colorado 
is probably number one. They swept St. Louis Blues. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights are probably up there as well to win the cup. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited. The whole thing, the one thing I always look forward to is to see if a, a, a Canadian team is going to make it or not. So I don't know. Well, one of them's obviously going to advance because they're up 3-2 on the other one, right? Winnipeg already yeah, so advanced. Winnipeg already advanced. Then you have either oh. Toronto or Montreal move on too. So the second round will have two. It sucks, though, because they face each other next, too. Toronto and Winnipeg are the Canadians in Winnipeg, well, of course. So we'll be stuck with the one after Well, well, the, well they <laughs> recede, guys, though. I, I'm looking at now the NHL website, and it has that the Avalanche will play the winner of Vegas mm-hmm. uh, and the Wild, and then Toronto, Montreal play Winnipeg. Tampa plays uh, the winner of Carolina and Nashville, and the Bruins will face the Islanders. Okay, cool. Because I saw like a little, a little asterisk on the TV when I was like, it was one during the intermission report. I wish they receded. Uh, the division winners will recede. It's not like the NBA where it's a set tournament bracket, which I like that. You know, just because you're up there at the top doesn't mean like you should have to play a certain seed. You should always play the lowest seed if you're the number one seed. So, you know, like, come on, the Vegas Knights, they're the number two seed. They have the same exact points as the number one overall seed. They shouldn't play in the second round. So, Hopefully they, you know, they do what I think they'll do. Yeah, Your Colorado Avalanche guys, two and a half to one. You just got your Boston Bruins sitting at Boston, about five to right, one. Boston. Toronto Maple Leafs, five to one. Your, or I guess I should say my <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights, six to one. No, nah, not mine. No, it's but, your uh, Tampa Bay. Since here, you not, have Tampa Bay and Vegas are your two sports teams besides Oakland slash Vegas. Hey, hey. I've been saying this for years, even before my beloved Raiders even moved out there. What have I been saying about Vegas, man? I didn't need Raiders to move I know, out there. It's been I know, my it's fourth, it, it's it's been been a sports town. I mean, you know, what other city? You've been an advocate for Vegas for sure. It's, it's freaking Disneyland for adults. It, it bro. Is, it is. I mean, you can do whatever you want. We're there for March want. Madness, Mark. We know how it gets for sports. Come on, bro. Not even March Madness. I've been there for Halloween. I've been there for New Year's. Oh. I've been there for oh, my yeah, there for Halloween party. too. I've been there for the Canelo and Mayweather fight. I mean, man, uh, Vegas. We were, uh, we were walking through with the MGM uh, book. Remember when Barcelona beat Man U in the Champions League, and I thought that. I, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. Something like what, Super Bowl today or something. Like there were people going ape shit all over that casino. It was crazy. And my guy Johnny, a uh, shout out Johnny. We were walking through the Cosmopolitan back, uh, maybe what was it, 2016, 15, maybe, and uh, we see a, a guy in, with some uh, dreads walking towards us in a robe. And lo and behold, my guy Johnny, hey, look there it is, Marshawn Lynch. Nice. We end up talking to him, and he's going to some damn pool party in the middle of the day at the Cosmopolitan. Long story short, I guess the guy, my buddy I'm with, Johnny, knows uh, went to uh, some type of barber college, I guess, with Marshawn Lynch's cousin. And they knew each other, and uh, Johnny (laughs) name-dropped Marshawn Lynch's cousin on Marshawn Lynch. And yeah, that's cool. the one time my guy Johnny regrets not bringing his clippers with him because the first thing Marshawn Lynch asked was, hey, you got your clippers? I need to get cut. And my guy Johnny Uh, said, nah, I didn't bring them. My guy Johnny said, I'll never not bring my Clippers <laughs> ever again. I could have cut up Marshawn Lynch right now. It's just a well, didn't yeah, Vige, pretty crazy didn't, story there. Didn't but. Vige and Chris, didn't they see Andre Iguodala like, in the uh, elevator right when he signed or was traded to the Warriors? And they were like, they look up at me. They're it like, was. hey, um, welcome to the Warriors. They like said something like, something, <laughs> you know. 
cheesy. I've 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 seen Ron Jeremy in Vegas twice in oh. two different occasions. My luck. He's I wearing saw clothes, him, right? I saw him once. His chest is hanging out for <laughs> I sure. I saw him once at like a random ass buffet. Hello, oh, late really? At a night. buffet? No I kidding. I was like, that's one of the odds. That's freaking Ron Jeremy. And then another time I saw him at the uh, McCarran uh, International uh, inter- uh, Airport in Vegas. I was like, what the hell? Can't believe I saw that dude two times. But, yeah, you never know what the hell you're going to see in Vegas, man. That guy man. needs to skip a few meals, if you know what I mean. Um, but oh. anyways, going from the ice to the pavement, we have the biggest day in racing coming up this weekend. Although the uh, longest, maybe not the biggest, but it sure as hell is that's the true, longest, but the whole Mr. day. Michael. Should be with you know with the the race in Monaco Grand Prix racing last weekend. Apparently, Mark, we didn't know that it's happened like six times in the last twenty years. Um, but it's not going to be raced on the same Sunday. But we still have the Indy Five Hundred and then the Coca Cola Six Hundred from Charlotte Motor well, here, Speedway this Sunday. I cannot wait, well, guys. Well, here's a here's a here's a tidbit for all you motorheads. Motorhead. Uh, there was not one single pass for the lead in the Monaco. Grand Prix of Monaco. I'm not going to wake up that so, uh, early to watch it anyways. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not going to wake up that early to watch a race where P1 leads the whole damn race That's through the rough, city. Man. At least it Monaco, wasn't Hamilton. You know, just a, I mean, so Hamilton, dope, dope, who was it? I don't even Max know who Verstappen. won. Oh, Verstappen. Yeah, okay. Oh, Red that Bull. guy? Oh, oh yeah, come on. Yeah, that, I'm I all mean, up on F1. No, F one, dude. I mean, I, I respect you. you. <laughs> Sean. you. I respect. Come on, I love all motorsports, right? I even watched. It. If you watch MotoGP, that's on sometimes yeah. in the morning, bro. It's crazy. Those dudes. How the hell do those? I don't know how those motorcycles don't go just wash up exactly. underneath them. But nonetheless, I respect F one. I respect the technology and all the you know everything that goes into those cars. Those cars are just nuts, you know. But it's just they're little. They're like little go-karts. It's just you turn the wheel, it goes exactly where you are. It's just crazy, bro. It's just there's too – sometimes I feel like there's a little too much technology in those things, you know, and I feel like that's where I want NASCAR to kind of shine away from. But uh, uh, technology, that's the one thing. It's uh, how you're going to turn back technology yeah. once you it's learn inevitable. something. What are you going to do? Are you, you going to unlearn it? That's true. <laughs> But nonetheless, Mike, uh, Coca-Cola 600, uh, you want to get into it? I don't want to get into uh, it. I, it I don't get into it yet because we have some controversy from last week. The Brewing? circuit, the circuit of the Americas, this first race ever that this Cup Series has been to, and there's not much controversy. NASCAR is dealing with the fact that, you know, rain, trying to race in the rain. Obviously, this track is a little too fast from my uh, viewing. You know, you're coming down that turn 10, 11 or whatnot, and it's just the rooster tails. It's just the track. It was too much rain. They're trying to, you know, say that you can rain with race with wet tires, but it's more damp conditions. These damn conditions were not damp. I mean, it was it it was pretty bad out there. You could probably. Do it somewhere in Sonoma where they don't get going that fast, where it's tight corners, tighter, you know, turns and whatnot. Maybe put some mud flaps on the car so you're not rooster tailing so high into the other person's windshield, right? Yeah, I think NASCAR is learning. I think that um, what Kevin Harvick said, if you guys have heard his comments, the worst decision they ever made. He was frustrated. I mean, worst decision, he's right? Like, I mean, he's he's basically getting popcorn dumped on him, <laughs> like the Russell Westbrook, right? I mean, he's just he's he's in his feelings. At the end of the day, I wouldn't go 
that far and say that was the worst decision NASCAR's ever made. In my opinion, I think that they're they're trying. You know, we we say it week after week. Mother Nature follows that six letter acronym all over yeah. the United States, right? Uh, wherever they go, it's bound. What did they say? Three hundred days a year, Austin, Texas gets sun, and the time that. Damn, NASCAR goes there. Owen Rest is sure it's going to be raining. But rain, the whole thing right? I'm talking about so. is I'm talking about the whole thing where if you go down any type of rabbit hole of controversy on Twitter and all these comments, it just so happens that they decide to call the race once Chase Elliott is in first place and they call over the radio that he might have to pit. So, and I'm not even saying because Kyle Larson was in second place, but all these Bush fans and Truex, you know, hey, all, hey guys. I'm not even saying because it's Kyle Larson. But. Hey, that's <laughs> that that's line. besides the point that he made a phenomenal stop earlier in the race that would have you know propelled him probably into first place because he wouldn't have had to stop. But Chase Elliott would have had to stop because he would have ran out of fuel. But I, but I'm saying the Bush fans were pretty pissed off too because he was running a pretty good race. Sean, your favorite, he actually dominated and won the race the day before. So yeah, screw him. But at the same time, it was. It, it was uh, it was funny to see the rabbit hole of comments, and then also about ten fifteen minutes after they called the race, sunshine, nothing but sunshine. So yeah, it was just kind of weird, you know. First time there, and that's how it goes nothing down. Nothing but Trevor Lawrence. Stop it, no. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but sunshine. I, I mean, I, from what I saw on the map, it looked like it was getting ugly. You're telling me, fifteen minutes, that's, it was sunshine. That's what multiple people online said. Yeah, there was sunshine. Well, of course, through. we got to believe them because there are yeah, multiple people. So if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. That's what I'm if telling it's you. on the internet, of course. I mean, you got to believe those multiple Facts people. Only. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> now we can check. I mean, yeah. I was looking at weather radars and following close I mean, people with NASCAR and close uh, real weather, uh, real, uh, what do you call it, meteorologist on Twitter. So I don't think that it was uh, sunny. But if you say that's what the Internet was saying, I mean, obviously, yep. I can't go against that. Right. And Maybe. I guess it's not always <laughs> sunny in Austin, but let's actually go, but at the, let's go to Charlotte, though. No, no, no. Let's go back to damn Coda, because I want to tell you. Basically, what I want to say is NASCAR is trying. They're going to keep on trying to improving. Yeah. Obviously, they had a test today, or was it yesterday, at Richmond. So they're trying to maybe Rich do... Uh, excuse me? Rich what? Richmond. <laughs> it's from the movie. Rich what? Oh, I don't know. Okay, whatever. <laughs> they were at Richmond, and they're saying NASCAR, if they're on shorter tracks, a mile or less, um, you know, they're going to try in damp conditions, which this is the really thing that this is the main point that you got that NASCAR has learned from this whole fiasco. It's damp conditions versus rain like these rain tires. Yes, wet weather tires, but they're not rain like we're going to yeah. race in crazy rain tires. They're wet weather tires, damp weather and NASCAR, tires. I think they could have. I think they could have brought the Air Titans out a little bit earlier. But uh, like I said, NASCAR is learning just as much as the fans are learning, right? So uh, we're all in it together, and I trust NASCAR to make the right decisions and improve on what they're trying to do when it comes to rain, uh, rain, rain plague races, if you will. Yeah. Well, I hope they don't have to use these moist tires. Over there at Charlotte this week, and I hope it's a beautiful day because where I live. Oh, I I looked, I looked. It's gonna be nice. Okay, good because it's a, it's a hundred. It's a hundred. Sunday comes around. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Because it's a hundred degrees where I live on Sunday, and a hundred and two on Monday on Memorial Day. So, uh, but I'm going to take this opportunity. It's a scorcher. I'm going to take this opportunity to um, 
you know, kind of for all, all of us to celebrate. So if you're listening right now, happy Memorial Day. You know, I'm going to quote yes. the great Zach Brown band, you know, salute the ones who've died, the ones that give their lives so we don't have to sacrifice the things that we love. Great quote, great, you know, musical lyric, but that's why we celebrate Memorial Day. So we celebrate all those who've given their lives for any type of war, you know, from now till, you know, the beginning of history, beginning of this country. So we salute you. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for your sacrifice. And Thank you. Um, all the veterans yes, out this there. This whole weekend is for you. So when whatever I all, put on the Traeger this weekend, this is for freaking you. All the country music I play, all the damn Budweiser I crack. Hey, baby. <laughs> all the veterans, thank you for serving. Thank you for making our country sovereign and free and, uh, you know, keeping it as the greatest country on planet yes, Earth. Sir. So, uh, we appreciate it. So thank you for that, Mike. That's right. This uh, episode 114 is for the vets and everybody out there that uh, if you got family and anybody in the in you know that serves, uh, shout out to them and uh, let them know that the Comic Bookies podcast, Treasure Island Comics, and all of us here, uh, your favorite podcast, uh, thanks them for their services, guys. Yes, sir. So on to the actual track this weekend, Charlotte, North Carolina. We're looking at um, some recent history. You got Martin Truex Jr. with the win, Chase Elliott with the win, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Busch. It's kind of all over the place as far as wins is concerned. Uh, if Kyle Larson was in his normal Chip Ganassi uh, car, he wouldn't be doing crap. He has a couple top 10 finishes, but a couple accidents as well uh, that would get him like a DNF. So uh, what are you guys looking at uh, as far as all time is concerned? This is uh, kind of on along the lines of Daytona and um, Talladega, kind of hard to predict who's going to win. No one currently driving right now has an uh, all-time average of a top 10 finish. Top 10, like yeah. Tyler Reddick is, has an 11th place finish all-time in his two races. Other than that, Joey Logano has just over a 12th place finish in 22 races at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So it's kind of up in the air as far as picking a winner, but I can't wait. It's going to be a long, long haul. What are you guys excited for? Uh, you know what? The excitement, obviously, is I'm um, happy Chase did get a win no matter how it was. So I'm happy we don't got to worry about that anymore. We're in the playoffs. But you know what? It's Mark's guy, Logano. I actually stopped by Mark's house on uh, Sunday for a bit. And Logano was leading the race at that time. And it seems like week in and week out, Logano is leading the He's race at one point. Yeah. He's up there. It's every damn race. And yes, you know, he has had some points where it's like, damn, he couldn't finish it, couldn't get the job done. But he does have some wins already this year. And what you just said, in that sample size of 22 races, and he has the second best average out of all active races. I mean, Tyler Reddick, you have two pretty races. Much, he's pretty count. much the first. He is the first. You know what, man? I'm rolling with Logano right now because he actually might be that guy this year. I mean, we aren't going to have that Harvick season from last year where the guy has so many damn wins during the season. But Logano, he's just, he's in every race. And that's one thing that always stands out to me. And man, your guy, Mark, I'm telling you, this might be that season in this race specifically. I'm liking Logano. Nah, nah. Don't get me all worked up like that. that. Don't get me all. He's he's blushing. He's blushing right now. Nah. That humble pie. I mean, yes. Uh, we're obviously seeing uh, Logano. These races are so damn hard to win in this sport. We've seen him, you know, compete. Obviously, he's competed pretty damn good. Uh, I think they're lacking a little bit in the 750 horsepower package tracks. Uh, but, you know, he won the Bristol Dirt Race, probably like the craziest 
you know, one-off race that you could probably win this season, right? I mean, damn, but uh, I, I thank you for that, for saying that, Sean. Uh, in my opinion, I think that with Kislowski, his teammate, which is looking for uh, maybe a new home, that's some NASCAR news I guess we can get into later, right. along with another guy retiring. If you guys haven't heard, stay tuned for that real quick. But I think that, you know, Kislowski did win this race last year. Uh, I think that coming out of the Team Penske stable, they're obviously great. And I think that, I mean, the problem with this race is everybody's coming out of their hometown. You know, Concord and all these damn teams are stationed right there uh, next to Charlotte Motor Speedway, hometown. They all want to win it. You know, they all bring their best stuff out. But at the end of the day, do I think Logano is going to take it? I think, unfortunately, I think this is going to be a Truex type of race. I think that Mike's guy, Larson, is also going to do really, really good here. Um, I think that Logano is going to contend. Top five? Possibly. Probably. But do I think he's going to win it? I think it's going to be a little bit tough for him. I haven't seen him you know, win this endurance race yet, the 600-miler. And I know he really wants it, especially being part of uh, the Coca-Cola family like Hamlin and Newman and Suarez and whatnot. So he really wants to win it. But uh, let's see, man. I mean, uh, I think he, he has there's a lot stacked against them to try to win this race, especially when it's 600 miles. He has a win there. Is it not the Coca-Cola 600? Uh, and it's not this Coca-Cola oh. 600. He has not won that so one. So it was something else that was at Charlotte? Okay. okay. Yeah. They had, you, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know about Larson, you know, because it's it's it. It could have even been the All Star race because he won the All Star race. I know, uh, and that and when it used to be in Charlotte, so um, it might be uh, the All Star race actually. Okay, cool. Yeah, unfortunately, I kind of agree with you, bro. I, I kind of agree. It's going to be you know like a JGR. I, I I don't know about Hamlin. Don't know about him. I know he. I I want to say he's going to get a win. Like he has to get a Hamlin's win. Hamlin's falling off a bit. A little I think bit. That, the Hendrick cars are really coming on strong. Hendrick is on late. fire. Okay, Hendrick got all their damn cars in the playoff right now. I mean, so does uh, so does so obviously Penske. Penske and whatnot. But I mean, so, so does what's it called, right? Well, JGR's Wait, got all but JGR, Hamlin. JG, oh yeah, they're still missing Hamlin. Still That's missing. right. I mean, he's in because of points, obviously, yeah. right now. But um, Hendrick, man. They're they're a force to be reckoned with right now. They're on fire. They, they got the young drivers. Well, you they know, got the hung. They got the hungry little young kids out there. Well, that's what I wanted to get into. I wanted to get into huh? that because you like you perfect comment the other day uh, when we mentioned that Kurt Busch is retiring from full time racing at the end of this season. That's a perfect segue into it because Hendrick Motorsports has already kind of picked their four guys to go at least the next ten years in in racing. So where's Chip Ganassi going to go? Where are these other teams going to look like? And then your news about Keselowski switching teams. Like, what's Penske going to do? You know, like it's, I, I, I assume that. Well, Cind- I know what Penske well, going to well, do. I assume that Cindric's going to come up into the two. But you're going to be, we're going to have a lot of, you know, wishy-washy, flip-floppy type of stuff going on in this sport. Because mm-hmm. not just with, you know, Chip Ganassi, they got Ross Chastain. They're going to have to find a new driver for the one next year. But then you got Kozlowski leaving. You're going to have to find someone else, which is probably going to be Cindric, like you said. But don't get it mistaken. You also have um, Stuart Haas, like I mentioned. I don't know that, especially after the comments that Kevin Harvick made over the weekend, 
He's getting older, two kids, son's careers, you know, uh, you know, coming to fruition a little bit, little young uh, Keelan, whatever his damn name is. But at the end of the day, I can see Harvick probably giving it two to three more years. I can see Eric Almarola. He doesn't, you know, he's a good guy, doesn't contend as much as I think Stuart Haas or Ford would want him to. I can see him kind of giving it up in two or three years. So that's another organization that's going to kind of have a little bit of uh, re reorganizing uh, re, uh, to do, if you will. And well, then, well, and then you, and then you got to have the uncertainty. Like you assume, I hope that Chase Briscoe and Cole Custer do well, but those are two guys that I don't put up with. Chase. Kyle Larson, William Byron, Alex Bowman. So you have those two guys who have been, you know, pros for a long time. Harvick, a champion, and then you ha- and then Almirola, who's been up there. But with Boyer leaving, like, and then you have two vacancies, and then you have Cole Custer and Chase Briscoe. Like Stuart Haas has some. They got some soul searching. What do they to do? do? So what do they do? Do they hire more young bloods and t- and, and 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 load up like Hendrick did with young guys, or do you load up with uh, you know vets again? Yeah. And like I said, like Roush Fenway, Roush Fenway Kozlowski, whatever the hell they want to call it with the rumors coming out. Is Roush Fenway going to, you know, with his Kozlowski coming in, are they going to? I remember Roush Fenway. I was a huge fan back in the day with Carl Edwards, the number 99, mm-hmm. you know, fast and all. And I remember these guys, they had four cars that they were running. Now they're down to two. Does Roush Fenway expand back to maybe even three cars for Kozlowski if he comes in there and, you know, kind of becomes kind of a part owner? Does, um, you know, does... I, the Wood Brothers car, supposedly Cindric is supposed to step into that next year. But now with the news coming out, does Cindric step into the two? I almost feel like Penske might kind of just put the two one hiatus and just let Cindric run the 21 for a year or two and then kind of let the, let the two kind of just sit in the weeds and just, you know, I, I think the two is obviously Penske's, you know, Rusty Wallace ran that car. The two is, you know, kind of, Penske's flagship car when it comes to the Cup Series and NASCAR, you know. So, you know, I heard rumblings about Logano moving to the two, but no, I think Logano, what he has with Shell Pennzoil and Coca Cola and his sponsorship, I think the 22 fits him good. Obviously, that's the second best, you know, and I wouldn't say best, but that's the second most renowned car, if you will, in Penske stable. But I think the two might go on a hiatus if Kozlowski decides to leave. I just don't see them putting Cindric in there right away. You know, it just doesn't seem feasible to me. I think you don't want to throw the kid into the fire like that. And I think they might just stick to the plan and keep uh, putting Cindric in the 21 for at least a year. Maybe the two takes a year off as uh, Team Penske uh, irons out the, all the kinks and stuff with this new gen, next generation car. And then uh, maybe in uh, 2023, we'll see the two back, maybe with Cindric, maybe with someone else. I don't know. So but, where, uh, grass, that's so my where does Grass Valley <laughs> land next year then? Does he go to uh, over to Stuart Haas? Oh, okay. I mean, there's obviously not an opening at Stuart Haas right now. I mean, does he go to the number guys. one? He could. Chip Ganassi. He could, he he could, could jump over. Yeah, you're right. So, all right, before we get into our last sports story, let's give one final pick for the Coca-Cola 600. What do you guys think? Ooh. Final pick for the fans. I'm going to make Mark a happy guy. I'm going to go with Logo this week. Oh, I hope so. I mean, that would be great. 
I mean, I'd love it. He would get the Daytona 500. He would have the championship. He would have a couple of Bristol wins, night wins. He would have a couple he's big that guy wins this year, bro. I think he'd he's have that a guy. couple wins under his belt. He doesn't have Darlington. Uh, he doesn't have uh, the Coke 600, but uh, that'd be good, man. So, what do you say, Mark? Me? Yeah. Who do you pick? Uh, I can't pull. I hold on. I'm looking for my odds here. I'm gonna go with damn. I haven't heard of that racer. Give, <laughs> I don't know. Give me Larson, bro. Larson. I like Larson, man. Hey, I don't know okay. why, Mike. I don't know why. I like the way Larson's running. Sally, I think this track somewhat suits him. I think. The longevity of going 600 miles. I think that he's young and all the dirt tracking and all the damn wheels, the arms in the air and all the damn racing he has to do. I think that he's he can do the endurance part of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, every driver can. But uh, I like what I'm seeing out of Larson, man. He's due to yeah. win another one. Soon. If there's a, if there's any driver in my mind since I've been watching that can like overcome adversity and just be like, oh, he took a penalty here, but look at him. He's got 10 laps left, and he's up in the top five. Look at him go, blah, blah, blah. I'm picking another Penske driver this weekend. Give me Brad Keselowski to win the Coca-Cola 600. Oh. What? No. Back to back? Yeah. Yeah, give me won it last yep, year. Give, okay, you going back to yeah, back? Give me Brad Keselowski for the win. Okay, I don't Impressive, I, sir. Okay, all right. He had a he had a very subpar performance at Coda. Yes. Oh so, man. So, so, ba- so, so bounce back race. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so really quick last last bit of news. I hope the guy who I told to tune in is tuning in right now. But the Mexican the the, the Liga MX final I think Oof. starts this weekend because for some stupid reason they're going to do a an aggregate for a final. I think they do that. It's not just one game for a final. But our boy Cruz Azul Cruz Azul is playing Santos for the Laguna. for the uh championship so i mean <laughs> mark i know you don't have any odds on this uh, uh, on this Kusasu been killing it huh? yeah they have but i mean but get this year. if you know my buddy julio at work he has always said that they can always they always find a way to lose like there was this one time where they were up like three like zero years ago they were playing um america in the in the finals and they were up like three zero and they, and then the, the next game they gave up three goals and then like the goalie scored or something like it was freaking crazy. Like, like all the crazy things that you, that can happen that are like, Oh my God, we, we lost because of this. It did happen. So hopefully Cruz. Oh, the finals tomorrow guys. Yeah. The first uh, leg is tomorrow and the next legs on Sunday, the 30th. And I guess I'll uh, give my two cents. Uh, I wish Julio was listening because, like I always say, Cruz Azul es mierda. <laughs> and we're going to go with Santos Laguna. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how we're going to break it down, but I had them winning the championship. So, I mean, maybe Cruz Azul gets one tomorrow. That gives my Santos two on Sunday. So, let's go with Santos Laguna. And if you like Santos, guys, for all our Liga MX fans out there, let us know because you guys can get them at plus 140 on the win. Cruz Azul, the underdogs, plus 225. If you think they're going to draw in 90 minutes, remember, guys, if you pick the draw, it comes down to regulation time only. That's about two to one. Or if you're looking at the spread, you can take – 
plus half on Cruz Azul, which isn't an. I mean, if they're if they win that good this year, and you can get plus half on them for minus one twenty five guys, and if you think that this game could end up in a draw in ninety minutes, I mean that plus five half a point is going to get you the win right there with Cruz Azul for minus one twenty five. Yeah. He's going camping this weekend, so that's that's tough. If they win tomorrow and they have a chance to win the championship, and he won't even be there, uh, that sucks. But um, but you know, hopefully you guys can watch this game, enjoy it. But that will be the sports section and we're going to take a short break but we'll be right back after uh, these messages to the comic bookies podcast stay tuned for the comic section of the show see you soon stay tuned we will be right back and enjoy the crb hey everybody this is jason douglas coming at you on the comic bookies i'm here to tell you about my one shot graphic novel 64 pages from source point press called parallel it's all about second chances it's all about dreams deferred Landed, pushing 30 years old, is experiencing his quarter-life crisis. The decisions he made early in his life, in his 20s to abandon his music career, have resulted in a midlife kind of stagnation and depression and self-doubt and even a loveless marriage. But check it out. When the voices start and the visions appear, Landon fears for his sanity, but is nevertheless tempted and awoken to a very unique and dark possibility. A parallel version of himself is offering a chance at redemption. To change it all. His fate was sealed, but now his destiny awakes. What price would you be willing to pay for a second chance? You can get this book, all 64 pages at it, from SourcePointPress.com, paper copies and digital copies. And if you want to take that extra step and support an indie creator and indie comics and indie publishing and small press you can also go over to the Ringo Awards at their website and vote for me for best new talent and best graphic novel thanks a lot guys and we are back ladies and gentlemen with the comic bookies podcast as always we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont California go check them out Wednesdays Fridays and Saturdays for all your comic booking needs so as we transition from sports to comics, let's go ahead and run down the new books that came out today from all of your big and small publishers. So for the DC, we have Detective Comics. I, you know what? I didn't even write the friggin' numbers down. What the hell? We have 1036. Yeah, we have Detective Comics 1036. Action Comics 1031. <laughs> okay, thank you, Sean. 1031. Strange Adventures 10, Harley Quinn 3, and The Other History of the DC Universe number 4. On the Marvel side, we have X-Men 20, New Mutants 18, Miles Morales Spider-Man number 26, one of our favorites right now, Sean, Alien number 3, and this Heroes Reborn big story number 4. Uh, over on the Image side, Department of Truth number 9, Monstrous 34, Spawn 38, or no, I'm sorry, 318, and Two Moons number 4. Boom Studios is Something is Killing the Children 16 and Firefly 29. Aftershock has Nuclear Family 4 and Shadow Doctor number 4. And another 4 from AWA, Casual Fling, one of our absolute favorites right now, and Chariot number 3. So, fellas, um, you know what? We had, I guess we have technically two weeks worth of books we can talk about. Like anything that you liked from the last two weeks since we really didn't get into comic books last week with Jason Douglas and anything you're excited about this week. So, shoot, guys, let's let's have a open forum for comic book discussion. It, it got to be the fling. It's, it's be funny because Mark brought it up and I thought that it was over two. But you know what? Casual fling, bro, just because of how like, just we said it's so relatable to just real life stuff and how entertaining it is. 
I'm with it, bro. I actually feel like I haven't got one like in a while too. Has it been like almost a month? There's well, that's why I thought it was over, man. I was like, man, just uh, they've been pretty consistent. AWA has with uh, yeah. releasing for Casual Fling, but this one was a little bit delayed, maybe, and I was well, like, maybe oh. it was one of those like, oh, we're gonna release this on April sixth, and now it's like Same May twenty something, you know. I think so we just get so damn caught up in so many books that we're Hell reading, yeah. guys. I got Hell yeah. 10 offerings plus one, like the 90th plus one minute. And I got the I got the 90th plus one minute as well over here with my uh, what if humans were listed on the stock market book. Uh, kind of a one shot here. If you guys see, uh, I kind of excited. I actually ordered this out of previews a long time ago. I'd say maybe four to six months and it took a while to get here, but nonetheless, I'm excited about this one. Kind of a long one. I'll probably be reading it after all the other ten that I got. <laughs> Casual Fling being one of them. Yes, uh, obviously, don't forget detective. previews, bro. You got previews too. Oh, I won't even be looking at previews this week. I got until the 18th to order Our, from Treasure <laughs> Island Comics. I already so, freaking uh, flipped through they, the Marvel one. <laughs> Jesus, a, I know. You're, by the way, there's a bunch of Tyrone Bickham's Those things. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of number ones coming out from Marvel, just to let you guys know. And it's like some, um, I think like Black Panther is completely restarting. So I'm kind of excited about that. I'm, I, I'll get like that. I may get the first issue of that one. And then there's a bunch of like, you know, four or five issue miniseries uh, that you guys m- may want to check out. So, uh, but anything else? The other history, this is one of the ones, kind of my favorites, just because it's one of the ones where I buy it and it's like, oh, $7.99. But how it takes me like two full days to read it, it's definitely worth it. So I think of this as rape. Um, Detective Renee Montoya for this one. I think it looks like she's going to become the question. So, yeah, issue four of the other history of the DC Universe. I'm pretty excited about that one. And then also one more I did not, I got that was not on my pull list was this one shot, the Stargirl Spring Break Special. So I did, I did grab this one. Uh, I had no idea. It says Infinite Frontier on it. So like I did so, see. Yeah. That. So like you, Mark, I, I was interested to see how it tied in with the Infinite Frontier. Um, story and you know sean come on al- I was, like alien oh, go ahead mark sorry i was thinking of grabbing it as well uh, but i have a pretty heavy uh list today this week so load. i kind of shied away from it but i did see that i did see that i did see that so all right sean what do you got? let me know how it is let the fans know how i it will is, we'll review it next week sean what you got oh man let me tell you something guys i read home number two I think it was yesterday, and it's good. It, you oh, know, yeah? I, did you read it, Mark? Yeah, you know, I do like it. Um, let me let it be known right here. I'll let you guys know that I don't – I would have liked it more if it wasn't like, oh, he's got super-powered type of powers now. I, I, I wanted to – I wish it would have been a little bit more – raw kind of more uh real in my opinion kind of you know to speak of awa uh the red border book that they got when they were first you know coming to becoming a company what was it like a year Year ago if you will but uh when they released that red border which was also a four issue uh four issue mini series i think that the way that that was delivered with the whole family or not the family but the boyfriend and girlfriend jumping over the border getting caught with a bunch of stuff and whatnot i think that home could have gone that way they're throwing the whole superhero uh, powers aspect into it 
Uh, I don't like that part of it, but I do. I am enjoying it, and I think it's a four or five part uh, series. If like I'm not five, mistaken. I think yeah, five. So I mean, I'm enjoying it, but um, I would have liked it more if the kid was kind of uh, running for his life, but not blowing damn holes in in, in the earth's uh, surface and whatnot. <laughs> and with how raw and organic they're making this story, I'm actually with you. That actually probably would have been better and even more raw without the whole superpowers things but i will say the way that they're having the story go a the aunt who ends up picking them up actually knows about the powers within the family yes they pretty much want to leave guatemala because of all the gangs and the gangs actually kill his dad who actually had powers that the family knew about so he's kind of like hold on you guys actually know about these powers that kind of are with people in our family, including my father. And then his mom actually gets deported back to Guatemala. So it definitely opens up a couple doors to like, okay, the next number three is, of course, going to be worth getting. So, yeah. And I like how they build it up. They don't let you know about the dad and the family and the powers until pretty much like the second offering. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. We'll we'll see where it goes. But uh, I know Mike wants to talk about that Wonder Girl. Yeah, it's, dude. Uh, yeah, it was good. I bro. mean, Wonder Girl was really good. I, I had no idea what you meant by it, like Little Mermaid. You know, I I get that's like the last page, but everything else was like, okay, who is this chick? Because all three of those, like, you had Mount Olympus, then you had Themyscira, and then you had some other place that was like, we all have to like, you know, so uh, <laughs> Mount Olympus wants to unleash her, and then the 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 other one like, you know, capture or kill or whatever because they can't let any, you know, like something. Uh, catastrophic is going to happen if she because she's the weapon if her powers like is unleashed or something and she's just like a little girl from Boise Idaho like hey you know taking this tour of Brazil like what the hell how thirsty was that bus driver though yeah dude <laughs> yeah he knew he knew there was something special about her man yeah and, and I, I also need to learn something from that uh, YouTuber you know hey like and subscribe Kevin, my videos Kevin Kev, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Kev or whatever <laughs> I need to learn something from him but I, I really enjoyed it it's definitely something I don't know if it's a mini series or maxi series. Even if it's ongoing, I'm down to follow it for a, for a little bit, especially if it has if it's leading into this Infinite Frontier story that's been going on. So, um, I got this uh, Image comic this week, Mike. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It seems to be kind of gaining a little bit of steam. I've been hearing about it. I saw it in previews. Uh, I think Alex gave me the thumbs up. Uh, made in Korea, another image offering. If you I guys can see it here, yeah, live. Did any of you guys get it? I, My comic bookie. Co-host. I saw it in previous uh, a few months ago, and um, just kind of reading the synopsis. You, like usually, you know, like um, aftershock, Boom Studios, some of those ones that has like you know the right margin of the page or the left margin of the page. I usually read that whole synopsis, and it really didn't strike my interest, so I did not pick it up. Jeremy Holt. George Shaw and Adam Wallet um, on this book. I, you know, I thought for some reason I actually thought I skipped on it, but I guess I didn't. I ordered it in previews. Like I said, it comes a couple months later. So I actually thought I didn't order it, but I get it confused because I got this one and I also got the good Asian as well. So uh, Asian, Korea, the you know, uh, I think I got confused, but <laughs> I, hey. I'm try- Hey, I'm down. This is this is what we're here for. We're here to review new stuff, oh, yeah, for indie sure. stuff, whatever, and uh, yeah, give the bad. fans our our, our 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 you know opinions on it. And that's you know, why we get these number ones. So yeah. damn it, I'll read it. I'll let you guys know next week how I feel about it. If I'm on the pull list or not. not I mean, in no particular order, we, we don't have to talk about it. But I feel this is one of the weeks where I closed each and every one of my books, and I was like, 
that was pretty good. Either it brought me back in, or continued a great story. Like, I thought Stillwater was good, number seven. Scumbag brought me back in, Mark. I don't know how you feel about it. We'll talk about it in, 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 in a second. You're still you're still on Stillwater, huh? You're still on Stillwater. Yeah, I'm still on Stillwater. It's it's a Pun really intended. interesting concept. Definitely something I can see like made into a movie. Like, can you imagine? So I thought like, Stillwater. Like, was can you imagine show. going into a town and then once you're in, once you cross the the town lines, you can't die. Like literally, you get your face blown off, and then it takes you a few days, like Deadpool, to regrow your, your like your limbs, you know. And then finally, someone from the outside was born inside and is now outside. Goes into there, and then they um they try, tr- they kind of unravel the secrets of this town, and the townspeople get kind of like you know who the hell is this kid? And before they know that one of the two was actually born there, and his mom's a, like a part of the townspeople, they drag his friend to the outside of the county or the city lines, and they kill him. So now he's all over the news, like you know, missing persons, blah blah blah, and all this stuff. So all this stuff's going down. There's two different people. There's two different groups of people in the town. Like one, you know, group is trying to like kind of. Um, you know, they're more good than bad. And then the other ones are like, you know, we have to keep this safe. No one leaves here. No one comes in. So it's a really good story so far. Scumbag brought me back in. Sean, the Fantastic Four, the life story. Uh, How many issues is Stillwater, Mike? Uh, Sorry. Stillwater, I, I, wanna... I don't know if it's an ongoing or not. I think it's ongoing, but but they took that like three-month break. Uh, uh, it's issue number seven. That was issue seven. Um, Sean, I'm not sure if yeah, you grabbed that six-issue miniseries, The Fantastic Four, but that was a good first issue, just like The Fantastic Four, how they came to be in the 60s. Uh, Justice League is was much better than the first issue. Justice League yeah, is so better. Yeah, the, so the uh, number 60 and number 61 was way better. Um, and, then, and then, come on. I mean... I don't know if you want to talk about it now, but you guys are on my side about Flash, right? You guys, are, I, I brought you back, right? Flash was good. Uh, <laughs> come on, dude. The last two issues, right. the last two issues with the dominant. Sean, you're the Flash guy. Let him it, know. It, it was. Okay. I mean, what do you like? What do you expect? I just think I'm so. I guess I'm not a Flash guy. If, if no, I'm not I'm expecting, if I'm not guy, expecting I'm just... more than that, then I'm just not a Flash guy. I'll be completely honest. Is with it because you. you're kind of lost? Because you're not. A, are Hitler? you not familiar with Jay Garrick? And like, because he's like the OG Flash. It's like not Barry Allen. Mm, I guess not, brother. But I mean, I mean the Flash. I mean, the, whole, the whole thing. It's just. It's just. I mean, I mean, where are they going I know. with it? The whole thing about like saving Wally West is kind of weird, but the aspect of him being a part of this force and being put into different speedsters—that's what makes it cool. And then the very last page is like, boom. You go into the into the body of Reverse Flash, and he's got about to get voted yeah, into the Legion of Doom. Flash is not doing diddly squat Damn. for me right now, okay. Michael. Especially like the 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 new writer and stuff. I thought you know I thought the new writer coming in. I you know I didn't expect much, and I didn't really see much the first couple issues. But especially these last two issues, I'm more than entertained. I'm more than entertained. And you're, you're more than entertained with Flash, but you won't pick up the Harley Quinn story. Where I feel like the Harley Quinn story, in my opinion, is a lot more entertaining to me than this damn Flash I'm sorry. story. I, I didn't know I was reading Harley Quinn since Summer 16. I've been reading this Flash book since Dang, the very true. beginning. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that just so you've been reading it since the beginning so that your, your, your opinions just have to be – like skewed because you've been reading it longer. No, I, I mean, I, I didn't pick up the Harley Quinn one because I had, you know, you get so many books, you got to make some cuts. So you get the book, 
go ahead and give a review on it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to get every single book just because I want to get every single book. Like sometimes I have to make cuts or else I'm going to get 15, 20 books a week and I can't keep up with I'm not talking that. about making cuts or getting books. I'm just talking about the stories in general at this point. Like, but we've said, I'm thoroughly, but we've agreed. I'm thoroughly, enjoy, I'm thoroughly enjoying the Harley Quinn story that just started up what, like, three two three months ago okay. i'm enjoying that like a lot more than i am the flash and how the whole harley quinn and how her character is kind of switching up in this whole infinite frontier type of situation that we got going on with dc and how it's mingling and co-mingling with the batman book and the in the dc and the detective comics book and it's like the joker book as well it's like i like how these books are kind of meshing together with the infinite Infinite Frontier. Yes, we're getting Infinite Frontier from 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 Flash, but it doesn't feel that way. I feel like it's like Flash is kind of just doing its own thing right now. I'm not saying it's a bad but, thing. Yeah, I, I, I know, just but how does that, my opinion on I Flash? Mean, Flash is in my cup of tea right now. It's not that's bad. Fine. It's not like horrible. I I think I've read worse for Flash books, but it's just the uh, the way the the vibe of the story and the way of the story, in my opinion, is just. Uh, it's not not. I mean, I think maybe I'm just reading better stuff in my and, opinion. And you probably right not that it's yeah, bad. And, and you probably opinion. are. But what does my flash review review and opinion have anything to do with your Harley Quinn one? Like you know, like like my decision to knock at Harley Quinn had nothing to do with my decision to keep the Flash. I wanted to see what Flash is giving me, and in my opinion, right now, maybe not the direction of the story and how they're trying to save Wally West and like that kind of aspect That's or whatever. What is, but yeah. like just the specific aspect of him going from speedster to speedster and then now going back to world war ii is a little bit of history with you know the spear of destiny and and, and adolf hitler and stuff That's all you get from that the aspect flash. is dope because i love it history. don't matter what damn writer it is it's this time travel this speedster that that damn uh, but i like that that, that damn that. tread Oh, that you know okay it's just, that's all okay you so with get. harley like, quinn just, can't we just have so, a story with damn flash that just chills the f out and just you know like the same, sh- like not going back in this okay. time, not going back so have in that Har- time, not switching it up to Wally. Like I enjoyed the way Williamson had it going. I did. I mean, I, I, I didn't like his I end run. Infin- I didn't like it as much as I enjoy Infinite Frontier with the Batman, Detective, Joker, Harley situation. The Infinite Frontier right now of Flash just isn't. I mean, doing it. Okay, for me, so man. you have Flash I mean, going from like you know, oh, timeline, timeline, same stuff. Okay, Harley Quinn since she was incepted, you know, in the early '90s, she's been battling with. Oh, did, am, am I a hero? Am I a villain? So if you want to talk about stuff that's the same stuff, she's been doing the same thing since early '90s, since Batman Adventures, whatever the hell number it is, or when she first appeared in the Batman, you know, the animated series. So the same stuff for me too. Like Harley Quinn's never really, you know, str- you know, I don't know. There's a reason why Wonder Girl I picked up and not Harley Quinn. I just don't. She's not very interesting to me, and and, and it was way oversaturation. You 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 got to admit, at a certain yes, time last year, been Harley Quinn Harley was so many lately. freaking stories. But I, yeah, but so. she was in the yeah. But I'll I'll admit, I think that I just don't think that the Flash, whatever the hell direction they're going in right now i think that they need to hurry up and try to kind of somewhat tie into what they got going with tinian and taylor and the infinite frontier type of stuff because i I think right now that's i think you know they switched it up they switched the infinite frontier for a reason so and now you just 
I don't know. I just think that they kind of went way left field with the direction of the Flash. As, as, as you know, if you want to kind of talk about it within the whole DC universe, I think that you know the Flash was over here, and then the rest of the DC universe is kind of here, in my opinion. But yeah, what do I, man? But uh, what do I? I know? mean, it's okay to have that though. Like if the Flash has his own story that's not within continuity, that's cool because the Flash is in Justice League. And if Justice League is going to be tied in with Infinite Frontier, then I'm cool with that, too. So, I mean, as long as we get some good content. But Mark, uh, the scumbag, did it kind of bring you back? I thought thought the quality of this book was was better than the previous two, I thought. It it, it definitely wasn't anything like I read in the first arc, but it definitely was a little bit better. Yeah, it was a little bit better, in my opinion. I think that... (sighs) I don't know. That's another book. I think that this I'm I'm getting kind of I'm getting kind of harsh here on some of these offerings. Hey, it's here. okay. But I Hard think that, you have to be, have yeah, to be honest kidding, though. Uh, yeah. Don't don't sugarcoat anything Siskel, for the fans. You know. Jesus, Siskel and Ebert type guy here now, right? <laughs> Tomatoes guy. I just think that you know the Flash. I'm sorry, the Flash. I'm still on the Flash. The scumbag Flash ass. Damn no. I think that scumbag. They're dragging it out. Remender has a great, you know, storyline that he can build off. But I just think that I don't know if lately he his mind is focusing on another story or something. But in my opinion, I think that scumbag needs to end. It needs to end fast. Yeah. I think we're on seven or eight yeah, yeah, so far. Yeah, that was eight. I think. Okay, so that was eight. I think it could have ended at eight. That could have been the ending right then and there. I ended at twelve. Um, Hopefully, it Hopefully ends, it at, ends 12. at twelve. Like I, he just kind of screwed the whole world up, and he kind of put his, his mind and his thinking and, and brainwashed everyone on Earth. What? And then so fix that, and then end the story. You know. So look, as much as I hate hiatuses in the comic book world, we talked about how um, um, uh, Scott Snyder's. Uh, no, sorry, Scott Snyder. Jesus. Now I'm talking about directors. No, uh, no you had it right. Yeah, not, Scott Snyder. No, no, not. Yeah, you had it right. Yeah, Zack Snyder's the director. Oh, Zack Snyder. Okay, yeah. Scott, 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 Scott Snyder. <laughs> You're not going crazy, Scott, Mark. You're okay. Scott Snyder's Undiscovered Country took a hiatus, right? Yeah. Exactly. We talk about how we don't like that. But in my opinion, I feel like there's certain books, a.k.a. Scumbag, I think that they need to take a damn hiatus at some point. Like, usually when books end, I kind of tell Alex, okay, take them off the pool now. And he tells me, are you sure? Because they might start up with, like, a different type of story, right? The Scumbag is actually a book that I can see ending, and I wouldn't took it off my pool list, take it off my pool list, because I could see myself picking up a future offering. But right now, I just think that the story has kind of died, and uh, I think that... It either needs to end quick or a remender needs to pick it up quick again. Yeah, Sean still get it though. It's still worth it's still worth reading, bro. With all I, we're yeah. doing here, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've just seen like a movie written all over. He hasn't his... maybe because he hasn't been as big as a piece of shit in these last couple. I know, uh, right? Episodes. He needs to be an a hole. Usually, right? when people start yeah. getting good, is when it starts going bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he was a total douchebag when I would when when I was into it. Maybe I'm the douchebag. I don't know. Speak, speak, Let me know in the comments. Am I the douchebag? There might be a guy well, that yeah. If you ask somebody, he gets a big douchebag. But uh, <laughs> if you're listening, let us know, man. I mean. 
Just don't leave us bad reviews. Leave us good reviews. Exactly. Let me know I'm a douchebag in my own damn Twitter, guys. Aaron, what's up, boys? Uh, sorry you missed uh, sports, uh, but uh, hopefully you can get into some comic book talk. But speaking of bad uh, things, uh, Strange Adventures, it's already getting reviews like, Tom Taylor, what the F did you do? So I, I, I may you know say, screw the order. I may read this first tomorrow. Like, what did you do? Like, there's no going back Taylor. from this or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Tom King. Taylor. Tom King, Tom King. Oh, okay. I'm getting my Thomas mixed up. I'm all, I'm getting mixed up. Come on, guys. It's 10 four. It's, it's quarter to 11 here on the Pacific Center time. But, um, okay, cool. So go out there and get your comic books. Let's get into some of the news. So please, if you guys have anything, any bits of pieces of news, please shout it out. Uh, people in the chat, please shout out any pieces of news you want us to talk about. But... Let's go ahead and give you some quick hitters, and then we'll kind of get into the uh, stories that we want to get into uh, for the long haul. Uh, Disney and Marvel has signed a three-year deal with the WandaVision creator, uh, Jack uh, Schaefer, or Jock Schaefer, whatever. So he's... Jack. And it's not like MCU-specific, so who knows what they're going to make him do, but that's pretty cool. Um, Unfortunately, we have... Actually, you know, let's stay on the good news. Sean, our boy Henry Cavill... Uh, star of Tudors, Superman. Mm-hmm. They have cast him to be the new lead in Highlander. I don't know if you guys uh, watched the Highlander movie from like back in the yes. day. Like they're going to only be one Highlander. I watched it as a kid like one time, so I have no idea about it. Uh, but uh, the director of John Wick, uh, Chad Stahelski, he's directing the movie. So Henry Cavill will be the lead in Highlander. And then two bits uh, of bad news: uh, Painkiller, which was going to be the Black Lightning spinoff. Uh, the uh, the character Khalil in Black Lightning that has been canceled. I just read that right now, bro. Yeah. So you have the you know Black Canaries been canceled. The you know Painkiller spinoffs been canceled. But dude, C CW. I mean, they make a handful of good ones, but dude, everything on HBO Max needs to stay. And then also Samuel Wright. I don't know if you guys know who Samuel Wright is right off the bat, but he is the voice of Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. From the early 90s, he has died of at she 74 bats. years old. So, oh. under the sea, under the sea. Under the sea. Legend. Damn right. I can't get that damn right out of my head now. Under the sea. You da, 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 da. Under the sea. <laughs> Darling, it's better. <laughs> California adventure, it's, baby. Uh, under the sea. Darling, it's better. Down where it's wetter. Take it from me. That can also be what she said. Um, At Disney, always throwing in those names. But anyways, and the final piece of news that I have Eh, is Amazon eh. finally buys MGM Studios for $8.45 billion. So you have the Rocky movies, the Pink Panther movies. You have upon, um, you know... um, permission from that family who owns the bond movies movies or whatever you have the james bond movies so that's all that uh if you guys want to get into any of those pieces of news if you want to throw out other pieces of news i know there's one thing i want to talk about at the end of all of this but what what have you guys uh, I actually got just one, which is obviously in the bad news size. Very, very unfortunate, but I'm sure every, and I mean every kid at one point in their life read this book. The author of The Very Hungry Caterpillar, mm. Eric Carl, died today at 91 years old. Dang. Dude, I just read that book to my daughter like a, like a month ago. That's crazy. Crazy, bro. Like all, it's like crazy. All she it's... wanted to do was keep flipping the pages as fast as she could to get to more and more different fruits. Like it was crazy. 
Yeah, it's childhood right there, man. It's crazy. I remember I literally remember reading that in kindergarten. That's like one book you will always remember, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. Ninety one years old, unfortunate news, but yes, sir, man. It's crazy. Uh but let's get some good news rolling to end out the uh entertainment comic side and out the podcast. Uh all three of us were fortunate enough to watch the season finale of the Mayans, the TV yes. show on FX. So let's get into a little bit of entertainment talk. Oh, okay, so Mark, this is like the only show that you... What are you watching on streaming? Let the fans exactly. know first before yeah, we get yeah. into the Mayans. The My the Mayans isn't too big here. We'll get into that later. Let the fans know what you're what you're currently streaming. Well, I, I started Titans. Okay, so oh, oh, Sean. Is. So how's Mr. Titans? Sean Powers has started Titans, Mr. Tell Michael B. Let the fans know what you're streaming let me ask, right let, now, baby. Let me ask first. You see. Let him. me ask first. How was that scene where he took out those guys in the very beginning? And he broke that guy's ankle, and like, okay, they actually showed this guy like okay. sidestep, break his ankle. I'm like, okay, so they so, be selling some shit. So he drags <laughs> his face along the the broken car window. Yeah, he drags the other guy's face along the brick window. You just see smearing of blood. Like, dude, wait, what? You told me that years that ago. But he but he that just way, started no. it. You barely started that. That used to be on DC Universe, didn't yeah, it, Mike? Yeah, it's on it's, it's on HBO it. Max now. Okay. They shifted over HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so Sean, you're watching that from 2018, Mike or Sean? Yeah, 2018, right? Yeah, um, yes, 2018, because they have two seasons out and they're filming season three right now. So obviously, last year COVID, I think uh, they delayed. Unfortunately, it. Swamp Thing take a damn Swamp on season three. Hold on, oh man, I'm gonna totally knock this. Now, now that I got HBO Max, the Swamp Thing's gone. What? Oh, the Swamp Thing is not on HBO Max. Is it? I mean, if Titans is, it probably it should, is. It actually, be. I if, haven't even searched if ti- for it. August third, Mike, season three. August third, and is it is it like a Netflix where the whole thing gets released, or is it? It will be coming home on HBO Max streaming service. Hell yeah, dude! Hell yes! You know, I got I got a handful of months to get season one and season two completed. Yeah, so we yeah, got, we'll we mess Blackfire, and I forgot what the other rumored villain is. Um, okay, cool. Nice. But yeah, dude, so Doom... Yeah, it's good so far. I like it. I only seen the first episode, but no, they be showing some stuff and instantly, yeah. okay, I, I mean, can do this right here. When the I team gets it. together and uh, they, they show each other what they've got, yeah, it's it's definitely a good show. Uh, but after that, definitely watch the other shows. Uh, the one season, unfortunately, that they only you know they only did one season, but uh, Swamp Thing is good. Uh, Doom Patrol is, is really good, too. They had a COVID-shortened season two or season three. Ah, love all those shows that they're doing. What are your guys' thoughts on these damn Marvel shows that they're coming up with? Um, I've heard, I mean, mean like Loki and stuff, or what if? Yeah, yeah, you guys are you guys are way way more a hundred times more into the streaming than I am. So that's a question that I actually want to pose to my co-host here because I've been hearing like rumblings going on. Sorry, Mike, hold on one second. I've been hearing rumblings going on that. The, uh, what MCU, what Marvel is trying to do, like, I, I don't know if it's kind of a pandemic deal or if it's something that they kind of had planned in, in the works before this whole pandemic hit and maybe it accelerated it. But in my opinion and what I've been hearing, do you think that Marvel, Disney, what they're doing is kind of trying to build more uh, of a universe kind of but building it from 
Disney Plus, right? And building it from their shows to kind of get these audience attached to then even build something even bigger than they had with, you know, the Avengers and Endgame type. Because if you can get all your damn listeners, you know, maybe not all of them, not, not all of them, but if you can, if you have how many damn viewers on Disney Plus, if you can take maybe 50% of those viewers and kind of draw them into this, these, this new universe, if you will, you know that they're gonna try to venture off into after the uh the Avengers type stuff. I mean, I think that's pretty big. And you know, Disney, they're smart people over there. They know what they're doing. But what are your guys' thoughts on the on it? Guys that watch way more uh, Disney Plus streaming stuff than me, do you think that they're trying to build onto a universe, or you think this is just just extra content that they're trying to give the fans? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, everything's connected. Like WandaVision, uh, Falcon, Winter yeah. Soldier, Loki, it's all connected to what's coming out in like for like Black Widow and Doctor Strange 2 and Thor 2. Like it's, this is phase four of the MCU as far as I'm concerned. Shang-Chi and the in the, the Golden Rings or whatever, like the Legend of the Ten Golden Rings or whatever. Um, I think it's all connected. You know, there's but now they're but now but now they're saying like, okay, you need Disney Plus and you need to follow all these damn other shows if you want to get down with the get down when the damn big movies come down to the theaters and you know the big screen because if you're not following us on Disney Plus, these these uh, MCU movies on the big screen are going to be kind of lost. Is that you know, am I lying in saying that? No, you're not. Because there's going to be some aspects where you're like kind of can you, you may or may not be. I mean, it, it could be. I'm just or... guessing that you're going to be confused a little bit if you go and see Blackwood and you're like, what are they talking about? And the guy leans over. Oh, you had to watch Bla- uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. But what is it like six ninety nine, seven ninety nine? Sorry, dude. Don't go to Starbucks two times in a month. And there you go. There's your payment for Disney Plus. I pick up, the- but it's not even about the Disney Plus for me. It's not about the payment. It's the just time. about. It's about the time, and it's just about like making it an event. Like I want to go to the theaters and yeah. watch Endgame and watch uh, Infinity War and whatever the hell, damn right. I want to make that an event. Like I don't want to have to sit on my couch every week and make sure I follow Loki and this totally. and that and that just to be tied into like the you when the actual movies do come out. That's just my thought on okay. it. Like I I hope that they don't tie it in so bad that. Only I know the the moviegoers can't really follow it as much because yeah. they're not tied in with the whole Disney oh, Plus side. That of. bad to where you have to you're gonna sit there the whole movie clueless. So probably like what Mike said, there's gonna be just probably different aspects that maybe come from. Well, the way these damn studios are coming along, we're trying to build these damn streaming services I mean, so much. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. But I mean, Sean. I mean, it's it's <laughs> you know. It's every it's like every Friday or every Saturday, like Falcon Winter Soldier was six episodes. Like for me, that's like Friday, Saturday, or a Sunday. Like I like minutes. I make sure that I find time. It, it's not like it's like the CW where I have like oh my god I'm behind like six episodes on like eight different shows. No, no, it's just one show at a time. They're not they're not making you watch Wandavision, Falcon Winter Soldier, and Loki at the same time. They're spacing it out at least. Even Mandalorian, even Mandalorian was at a different time, and that's not even in the same universe. So it's like you True. have like once a week just find the. Uh, and sometimes we were pissed off because Wandavision was like what thirty five minutes. It's a- 35 minutes it wasn't even like close to an hour so it's like not even that time that much time at all when you in the grand scheme of things when you're like sit when you if if you find yourself sitting down watching tv like the mayans like once or twice a week i think it's definitely worth that like one hour you know to just sit down and watch it 
But the fact that they don't even have a set time for the for the episodes, oh, like I you know. said, I know, I know, it's crazy. I mean, I, it, I, I, I kind of enjoy that. I yeah. mean, in my opinion, I think that's kind of crazy because is uh, that's a testament to they're really kind of doing it as they go, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it might be like the new age of just like not having s you know stuff planned and just kind of just yeah. going. These studios just go along and just go ahead and. Uh, design build Dude, if like, you will keep you know yeah. build it as design it as they build it Bro, you know can you imagine like amazon now that they have the rights to bond if they make like an amazon prime uh video like tv series but based off bond Ooh. like a weekly bond series that's like like it's, like, it's like as bond. good as the boys as good as um what the hell is the other one not jack reacher the one with tom cruise but what's the one with um uh john krasinski uh Jim from the office. My parents watch it. Uh, 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 it's, uh, it's like, I know Jarmo. I watched it. Hell's, what the uh, hell is his name? Shoot. Well, like, whatever. But like Sneaky P, like all these good shows on Amazon Prime. Can you imagine if they do, uh, something like along the lines of The Boys or Rocky to where like all these years, decades and decades, you were used to watching movies. Now you go ahead and get into a series form where it sucks you in week in and week out to where you're not going to the movie theaters one time and paying the $12, $13, but you pay monthly because you have to keep up for two, three, four months in a row. That's how they get you. They're going to spend the same amount of money, if not a little bit more for a whole TV series, but it sucks you in for a long period of time. So over time you pay more money than the one-time fee of a movie. I think that's a pretty good, business you know practice it's pretty freaking smart yeah i mean they're obviously not dummies and you get the the talent that's on movies normally to do a tv show when the hell did you ever have that you know not too not too often 20 years ago but you know what when you're talking about uh falcon winners six 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 uh episodes you said the Falcon Winter Soldier was only six episodes but those ones were a little bit longer those were at least 50 minutes to to a little bit over an hour and how much were the other ones? WandaVision's like uh, eight episodes, eight or nine, and then Loki. But you enjoyed WandaVision more. Oh, if you, well, if you like action, like if you like just, you know, in your face. Sean, chime in, Sean. I'm, I'm totally in Sean chime right in. now. I'm going to try to find out what is that show called. Uh, Reacher, right? Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. So not Jack Johnny, Ryan. but Jack Ryan. My parents love that show, by the way, on Amazon Prime. Awesome. Um, Shout out, Jack. So, Sean, so wouldn't you agree Falcon Winter Soldier is like, if you're like the action. Oh, easy. And, no, you know, the rag, yeah. you know, and then if you want to. It's almost a movie. More, Every episode is like its own little movie. But yeah, it's good. More emotional, Actually, more in-depth, more just psychological was WandaVision. 100%. Yeah. Definitely more rewarding, too, because the first two episodes, uh, what the hell is this? Yeah. And then the, it turned into what it turned into for the sure. The writing, the story was absolutely phenomenal in WandaVision. I would take WandaVision over Falcon Winter Soldier for sure. Now. Owen Wilson is the one who's kind of keeping me on Loki. I'm like, okay, Owen Wilson in a yeah, team. Okay, I yeah, know. I like, I'm that. excited for this one now because Loki's always been like the, you know, haha, okay, he's mischievous. He's going he's gonna to tell you one he's thing always, and he's going to do always, something he, behind your back or whatever. So, he's a, yeah. He's always kept it's it low-key. Ooh, Mark. <laughs> so I, uh, but like my, like my guy told me, you're the effing comic bookie. You tell me why the hell they bring him back, why they bringing Loki into the mix. I'm like, bro. Well, it is a moneymaker. 
his content. There's no doubt yeah. about that. But it's kind of confusing to me. Exactly. I was confused at the it's same time content. about Loki. I was kind of confused. What's wrong with it? The that, thing is, though, people no, like see, it, though. That's is, the thing. This, You're filling no, 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 a no, void. No, no, no. This is where I want to get to. This is where I was. I guess this can stem from my conversation before. And this is what I want to get at. It's more content. Yes. But in my uh, honest opinion, it's more content to people like yourself and like Mike that are more in tune to it already and that already subscribe to Disney Plus and already like diehard fans and they already, you know, they want more content. But like a guy like me, not saying, but I think that there are a lot of people like me out there that are like still not that deep into the streaming but enjoy going out to the movies enjoy watching the you know the motion pictures and whatnot and what i'm just trying to say is like 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 it's just it goes back to like yeah more content but like i said i don't want to have to have to follow that more content to be able to be in tune with like what's going on outside of that like it's like i feel like you have the mcu which was motion picture but now you got the damn disney plus which is going to really mix in and you're not going to have, you're not going to be able to just follow the motion pictures anymore is my opinion. Back to the same yeah, conversation, I, mean, I guess. But yeah. you know, I, I just like more content. Yes, it's more content, but it's just, it's just more like, is the content gonna, you know, diverge into or converge into yeah. what is going on in the bigger aspect of things so, because leave that more content to guys like you that want the more content but there's going to always be that side that doesn't want to dabble in all this extra content but still loves what they're giving us you know on the motion picture and they'll probably still watch the motion picture then i'm pretty sure but, more people than not are not oh i'm not going to watch yeah, they're it still gonna watch one division they're still going to watch Black Widow. They're still going to watch the new Spider-Man. They're still going to watch the Black Panther when it comes out. It isn't like, oh, I can't watch it because I don't watch these. Some True. of those fans don't even True. have Disney+, Plus, so they're still going to watch those And I'm going to pose this to you. Like, what's total runtime of WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier put together? Like, eight hours? What, you can't spend eight total hours between now and the middle of July to watch these two shows to get you ready for Black Widow? You know? I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Like, you don't want the extra content, but it's like, what the hell? An hour goes by, and you've already watched almost two episodes of WandaVision. Boom. There you go. That's one day. And then the next week, you watch two more, and then like you can catch up like if you really wanted to. But then again, some, you're right. Some people would just like, no, I don't. So you're, so you're already admitting right now that uh, without watching WandaVision and uh, Falcon no. Winter, that uh, it's going to be a little bit uh, harder to watch um, the Black Widow coming we out. We, haven't, that, we, haven't, we, we didn't make the right the movie. I we don't know. I can't say that. I can't <laughs> say that. But for me and Sean – we like the content, so that way, so you, you didn't have to tell us. I I wouldn't care if Wandavision, Loki, and Falcon Winter Soldier, and the What If animated series. I don't care if they at all tie into the movies. I would still watch it just because I I know it's going to be good if it comes from Kevin Foggy and it comes from what they've been giving me since two thousand eight. It's going to be pretty good. More times yeah, than not, there it is. There it is, fans. Is it going to be good, fans? Is it going to be uh, great? Is it going to be worth uh, tying in all to this Disney Plus stuff? Let us know. Are you uh, with Sean? Are you with Mike? Are you kind of with me that uh, um, you kind of stick more to the script when it comes to the motion pictures and not really uh, digging the whole Disney Plus aspect of it? But I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, uh, I hope that they kind of 
keep like the Disney World Plus or the Disney Plus World to itself and like the whole like MCU kind of I don't know. I just don't want to watch an MCU and be like, damn, I'm lost because I didn't follow my damn co-host on my damn podcast <laughs> and watch the damn exit, right? Uh, then I'm going to feel like that, the jackass. So. But uh, Maybe aspects, but not a home movie. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll, we'll see um, but, okay, one more thing. I got to get your I gotta get your opinion. Come on, the Mayans. One of the FX shows uh-huh. you watch. You still have... Them boys in trouble, I tell I you mean, that I much mean, you still haven't watched Snowfall, which that, well, that's that's an amazing show. But I think both of those season finales, episode as a whole, were like in the C range. Like nothing major happened. You know, uh, the Mayans, we found out that Conche didn't die. And uh, good old Ibarra, he, um, he's going to be taking a dirt nap. And <laughs> the, uh, the clubhouse in Santo Padre... They're not doing too well. They're, uh, <laughs> yeah, this season was crazy. I it was mean, crazy. I mean, it, uh, it does open up, it, things for, it does open up a whole Pandora's box for numerous things to happen next season. You know, with, uh, uh what's his name? It starts with a T. Hit him telling Bishop that he was gay. And then you heard the gunshot, but you don't know if he actually shot him. And then all of a sudden, just. Easy's right there, like, uh, what the hell? Like every other Mayan besides besides our, us. Wait, he told Bishop he was gay. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he told him at the was. table. I, he I was telling him he was thing. gay. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's why I assumed it was too. Really? Yeah, that's what yeah. he was telling him. Because I think he was in love with that he, other guy's he, brother. He was, he was in right. love with David. That's why David Law. Uh, you know, yeah. You didn't get that whole thing. Oh, no. yes. yes. Go back and watch wait, it. He ki- wait, he killed some dude in the second season, right? At the hospital. The dude that was at the hospital, he, knew. And he ended up killing him, right? Because he knew he was gay. Yes. He didn't want him to write him out. And then, yes. and, then, and then the sister and then the guy who uh, patched over to the Mayans, they both said, like, you ruined this. Like, you killed him, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I've, I've hid your secret. Yeah. What? Yes. So who? Wait, wait. Damn. This is dude. This is wait. So yeah. who was? So okay, Laura. Laura's the sister, She's right? She's the sister of, uh, yes. uh, of of David. So who? She so, has a brother that we've never seen before, but that's oh. who's and that's the one who died. And they pretty much said you killed them, you ruined this family, blah blah blah. And then you kind of put together. They probably had a relationship, actually. Except yeah, at the beginning, right. it was with Lauda, but you could see they weren't together, actually, kind of the way they vibe. And, the, and then the brother who was in the, the Vatos... Um, yeah, the Vatos... Yeah. yeah, he killed the brother, because I think he was gay. Really? Yeah. I put the pieces together, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, that's she, why Lauda stopped talking to her brother. Mm-hmm. What? So then that's, what, that, that's why he tells him, and that's why he put the gun there. Because, like, if you watch Sons of Anarchy, remember Juice? Uh, he was being threatened by uh, what's his name? The 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 guy, um, the white guy. Who's the white guy? Um, the FBI agent. Oh, uh, 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 Potter. Yeah, Potter. Potter. Remember, he was he, he was threatened in Sons of Anarchy with the his file of of him being Puerto Rican and not like full white. He was like, "Oh well, if you don't do this for me, I'm gonna let your brothers know that you're not full white," and then they would pretty much kill him. You know, for for lying to them. So this is the same aspect of like, oh, like you're gay, and like the the MC is not good with that. So, but but I have to be upfront with you, and that's why he gives him the gun. So like, if you're gonna do it, just yeah. do it. And then you hear the gunshot, but obviously you, you don't. I, I, I tell you what, 
with all the other Mayans that are outside their little front door garage. Ah, they're going to need him. I wouldn't kill yeah. them because you need all the numbers you can. Yeah, they're going to need him. So, yeah, so s- sorry for blowing your mind there live, Mark. Well, yeah, I, I dude, that would well, yeah, just I didn't rewatch even think about just rewatch that. the scene when he um kills the, the 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 guy that patched over to Mayans. I forgot I keep forgetting his name. Watch that scene where he shoots him and he wraps him in the in the plastic wrap. Watch that scene until the end of this of the um episode and then you'll be like, Oh shit, yeah, that's right. Just rewatch that. I am with Mark though that there was a lot of lovey dovey this yeah. whole season. And it could be like- episode Season three was probably my least favorite season. And I obviously pandemic reasons. I think that they obviously kept shooting and they, um, you know, your, your girl, Emily Tosta, obviously Mm -hmm. I think every single scene she was in and every single episode was in the house. Mm -hmm. So obviously they probably shot that in like a day or a couple, two, three days. Right. She finally uh, went over to the clubhouse. Yeah. At the very end. F F you. F this place. F you guys. Yeah. Yeah, those eyes. She got what she wanted, though. That's yeah. true. But um, I think that season four is obviously going to be a lot better, I think. My favorite episode, I think, of season three was like episode two or three when they actually were like getting um all the kilos from like uh, Mexico Smuggling. and they were coming under the, the, the tunnel. Yeah. And then the cops show up and then like the the the, the prospect has to. Fiend them, uh, fend them off, and you know, yeah, and then Coco. Uh, the next episode, Coco ends up jacking one or something. Yeah. So I think like episode two, three, four, but then five, six, seven, eight. Well, they got two lovey dovey man. Easy. Yeah, the whole second half of the season was like yeah, you know, set, and then who, and then he wants to leave. You know, obviously he's gonna have to stay because he's about to get bombarded by all these guys. But the episode where they have, where they just completely shot that house up with all the other MC, the whole other motorcycle club, was like the first couple episodes. That was crazy too. So, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, there's bad blood. Yeah, there's bad blood. It's set up good for. I mean, despite all that lovey dovey, it definitely set up for a good next season. And the minute I don't know if they're like. The first quarter of like the season this year is where they actually announced they're already going to have a next season. I knew, like, kind of no matter how this season goes, they're going to open up a lot of doors that will set up a good next season. So, Ooh, I think for what we missed out, for what we missed out in this season, we're going to get some good next season. And no then doubt. don't don't forget, uh, Potter tells what's her name that the, that the, their daughter is not dead, Still alive, alive and well. Oh, you see that? That well, Potter. That's one thing that I caught because the chick. She was about to slice her up at the restaurant, the other agent. And the agent says, gives him the number and says, don't believe nothing he says. Then she shows up at his house. Now Potter's trying to get her to believe something. So, so who does who she knows? believe? The agent, the Potter. Oh, man. She don't know what to do, For, bro. It, like, it's crazy. Like a little bit of the good feel, the, you know, the guy who's a little bit more optimistic about this. I think that the, the daughter's uh, I alive. alive. I think she's alive. Daughter, the, the little baby, the baby. I think she's alive. Angel son. Yes. No, it's, that's a, it's a son. It's, oh, it's a son. It's a boy. Oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're all learning today, baby. We all. Oh yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's right. Angel has another one on the way too. Shoot. That's right. He's got another one on the way with uh, <laughs> nails. <laughs> with nails. Yeah, with nails. What's 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 right. that uh, oh, other boy, guy? You, you made me really happy today. Yeah. Oh. He's, he's he's definitely in the friend zone. That simp. 
Yeah, he friends owned himself. Hey, mom, do you think I can invite Nails over for dinner tonight? Nails? (laughs) What kind of name is Nails? Nails? Who's Nails? (laughs) Hey, Nails, you want to come to dinner? You made me real happy right now. (laughs) (laughs) My my wife was like, that dude's a weirdo. Uh, But great great conversation on not only comic books, but um, TV, streaming, and what we've seen uh, from the Mayans. Next day day on Hulu, that's what they say. That's right. Because Fox and Hulu, that's right. But um, yeah. that's it for the sports and comics. That's it for the Comic Bookies podcast, uh, episode 114. Fellas, a great time. Uh, good episode. Take us away, guys. Episode 114, definitely fun. As Mike said earlier, Memorial Day weekend coming up is going to be very special, I think, for a lot of families. It should be special for everybody because it is a privilege. All of the things that we're able to have, all of the rights we're able to have, So definitely salute all veterans and active soldiers and go as far as saluting all first responders because it is a crazy world that we're living in. Uh, Prayers for all the families that were affected by the VTA shooting in San Jose, California today as well. Very, very sad. This gun violence is ridiculous. Hopefully we can bring some peace from the comic book podcast for you guys. You know, just listen to us. And again, it's nothing but good vibes and good energy sending from us to all your families. Definitely check us out. You guys know the social medias. You guys know the live on YouTube, live on Twitch. And to what Mike said, next week you're going to get one more episode, episode 115, and then you're going to get a whole fun Sunday at the Comic Bookies at Sonoma watching a beautiful NASCAR race. Finally, this is probably like our first live event, I would say, since the pandemic, first sporting event. So I'm super excited. But to the fans, love you guys. Thank you as always. That's right. That's right, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's right. And uh, like I said earlier, veterans, everybody that served, this is big. It's, uh, you know, we we like here as Americans, we like to basically show it as uh, being the kickoff to summer with Labor Day kind of ending summer. So I've always kind of enjoyed Memorial Day a little bit more than Labor Day, even though they kind of have somewhat the same meaning and they both have the same intentions. And it's uh, giving love to our our veterans and people who have served in our, our militaries and whatnot. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Comic Bookies podcast. Thanks, you guys. And uh, make sure you check out all these great publishers and books right now. Like I'm looking at my stack right now, guys. I mean, aftershock. We got AWA, DC, Marvel, Image. I mean, I think I almost got it. Something from every damn publisher this week. So guys, get out there. Uh, stop that uh, speculation. If you guys think that comics are for kids, they are not. There is a plenty bunch of rated R NC-17 comics. Mr. Remender and the Scumbag will let you know about that. But uh, make sure you guys check it out. Check out your sports. Check out these playoffs that are going on. And yeah, thank you guys for joining us on 114. Sean, Mike, brothers, uh, it was great. Let's uh, take it away. And thank you guys. The sponsor is Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Comic Bookies. Email us at comicbookies at gmail.com. YouTube and Twitter, the Comic Bookies. Search us, subscribe, and follow. But thank you so much. Um, thank you to all the first responders, the a- active service duty members, and also the people who have given their lives in all of these wars currently and in the past for this Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy the sports, enjoy the comics, and enjoy each other. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. See you all next week. Peace. Peace.
Peace. And always enjoy each other. And don't forget to always enjoy that veteran and at service member in your family. Thank them and thank each other for living in the world's greatest country that's ever been known to man. Thank you, guys. America, we love you. And yes, we love you guys all over the world. Thank you, all our fans in every continent except Antarctica. This is the Comic Bookies Podcast, baby. Let's go. We'll be right back.